Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It is a pleasure to be with you again. Welcome to J.Ill, the podcast. This is Jill Scott, and I'm here with my sister friends, Lias St. Cloud. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> and the infamous... <laughs> <laughs> on your commercials. <laughs> <laughs> on I your like commercials. Aja Graydon Danzla. Hello there. Hello all. <laughs> sound like a licensing bitch. Yes, she is. She sounds like she's about getting licensed. That's what she sounds like. <laughs> That's, That's what sound like. What commercial it. is it, Aja? Well, I don't even know. That's terrible. That's funny. What song is well, it? But you know, like I said, check, in though. the world of publishing, in the world of publishing, you know, record companies own the copyright. So the permission really wasn't mine to give, but because I own the publishing, you gotta pay me. (laughs) There you go. So they can use it all they want to, but guess what? The check is my check. There you go. Give me my quinks. Your quinks? Yeah, but don't say I told you to take that medicine. I don't know what that medicine is. Y'all better read (laughs) the side of that. Shut up. Don't make me laugh. Y'all, listen, y'all better do all y'all's due diligence. Don't say Kendrick told you to do it here. It's just a nice song. It's a nice song. You know, that goes for all medication. You know, anything that you take out. You hear the commercials. They're always talking about, oh, and uh, this will help you with whatever your your foot is itching, but it also will make your eyelashes fall out and your pussy yeah. stink. You know, and may <laughs> cause your death. pussy stink because anything that makes your it's pussy stink is death. a no for me. It's the may cause death. Oh, no. That's it's the all. part that kills me. It's the pussy may stink. May cause for death. Me. It's the pussy stink. It's priorities. <laughs> I, I don't want either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you so I much. I, I don't want either. No, I don't. Man. Oh. I don't want to die or I don't want my coochie to stink. And I don't want to die with stinky coochie. Oh, word mm. up. Word. Because you know whoever is in the morgue is going to talk about you. Uh-uh. Why they preparing? I'm just saying. I'm going to stop. Y'all got to. I'm a, Can we not just. What's, can y'all not make me laugh? <laughs> y'all know it's a situation. <laughs> The, Y'all the may situation, not know. my baby, uh, family and friends, is that our dear sister Laya St. Clair has had some fibroids removed from her body. Some. Okay, now for for yeah, a, some a collection, if you will. What? Um, just for anybody who who doesn't know um, what fibroids are, it's like it's like a mm. tumor. 
some of them are big, some of them are small, mm. um, but they are tumors that are typically in the uterus. Ben- and, benign, um, benign tumors, right? Yeah. Benign mm. tumors in the uterus that are getting in the way. <laughs> Of, uh, <laughs> I love that. Oh, all the puns intended. Of, of, of what you're feeling. Yeah. Of what um, I'm, feeling. <laughs> I'm done. Listen, Somebody listen, get my pocketbook listen. now. Where are my keys? Where are my fucking keys? Y'all bitches is not making this easy. I swear to God, stop making me laugh. <laughs> we, to not laugh. Don't laugh. Okay. Because like, this is recent. This okay. is very recent for her. Yes. And um, the how do, how would you, you know, you know, because the uterine fibroids, it, it causes like major mm-hmm. um, excessive bleeding mm-hmm. um, for your monthly um, a pelvic pain. Yeah. Um, which can be excruciating, I hear. Mm-hmm. And that um, uh, frequent urination, you yeah. know, not being able to to, to hold on mm-hmm. to uh, to your water. Yeah, um, that's real. You know, women are walking around every day with fibroids and not knowing what's going on. And don't forget um, uh, infertility but, and anemia. Shit. Wow. Because if you're losing that much wow. blood, your iron is kind of like fucked. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that makes you... It makes it kind of, and it doesn't make it kind of difficult, but it makes it hard to um, do all the things that we have to do. Yeah. You know, because you're exhausted. You're, you're losing a lot of blood. You don't have iron. Girl. Um, two period and, apps. Yeah. I got two period apps. Oh. Uh, <laughs> two yeah, periods? Yeah, let's, let's, like, two period walk apps. A, we got to. Two period apps. We have to start before the surgery, though. Like, we really have to like, go how back, did back. you? How did you know that you had fibroids or what what ticked you off because we just gave some of the symptoms but explain I think it was like a typical trip to my OBGYN and you know it got to the point where you can feel fibroids usually from a girl's stomach like you can touch them I don't like to because I don't like to know I didn't like to know they were there but my doctor one day just touched and was like huh there's something there and so I think I got an ultrasound and that was over a decade ago and they weren't, they were outside of my uterus. So at the time the doctor was like, this is not gonna, you know, prevent you from having children. So you don't have to act on it immediately, you know? And so I didn't. And t- 10 years later, they got bigger and bigger. And I knew I had, they were like, you know, it looks like you have like three, they started saying you look like you have three oranges in your belly and you're probably, I love the line. I think a lot of women fibroids have heard the line. You look at least four months pregnant. So yeah, as that progressed and I started getting older and they started getting bigger, I finally said, I need to do something about this. Even if, and if they were blocking my breath, my, my blessings, cause y'all know I'm in between on this baby thing, but you know, I got a good year. Don't tell nobody before I decide, you know, before it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I decided. And of course there's with fibroids, some women had the option of doing it laparoscopically. And the reason I couldn't is cause mine were way too big. So I had to get a myomectomy, which is what I hear similar to a C-section cut. And he had to go mm-hmm. in and I, and I was told I had 10. And I sent y'all a picture of 28, Ooh. 28. And the largest Ooh. one, one of my girlfriends likes to compare the largest one to a roaster. She's like, that looks like a roaster. Yeah. Cause I was saying, that's, that's grapefruit. She said, girl, what's that a, ain't no grapefruit. What's a roaster? Like a, a chicken roaster, right? Did you cook? A chicken roaster. Oh. That's how big it was? Yeah. I would say that the picture did look like that. Yeah. But it was shocking. Yeah. You know, yeah. you hear the word fibroids and I, ha- I hate to say it, it's become so normalized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The majority of that, my girlfriends honestly, have a fibroid story. I don't know about y'all, but the majority of my girlfriends have, have a fibroid, a fibroid story. story. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the yeah I wouldn't say the majority, but definitely within my friend group, more than one. Yeah, yeah. So there's a situation here, um, but I think in my mind, I kept thinking, okay, yeah, I know this happens. I know it's a mess. I know it's this. But there was something about actually seeing the photo. Mm-hmm. That I was just like, wow, like I had to sit with that for a minute. And I was just like, hmm. Well, first off, I'm looking at you and I just, I haven't seen you. But I'm looking at you in video now. Y'all don't know this, but I'm looking at her through the video. And I just want to embrace you and hug you because all of the, the greatness that you've been and not knowing you were carrying all that is like, I'm looking at you and I'm I'm angry because I'm like, 
why do we have to walk through the world with this and there's not anything being done that's the about thing. this? And that's the thing. And and that's the thing that starts to make me angry because although I know you said you had one girlfriend, but I swear to God, y'all, every time this week in the last couple of weeks, every time I talk to a black woman, it goes, yeah, I'm getting over this myomectomy. Oh, yeah, girl, I had mine a couple of years ago. I swear that's the conversation. And and it's mm. it's all sisters. And I know we're not 100 percent. I think the numbers are 70. But it's enough that really makes you wonder. It's enough that Kamala Harris allegedly has a task force to find out what's going on with it. And which makes me wonder about her as a black woman who hasn't had any children yet. It's just so many of these stories going around that is so common that we don't talk about. And then our mothers... It was something different for them. Ooh. It wasn't on name. It wasn't yeah. a name for it then. So it's kind of scary. Yeah. Back to what you were saying, Asia, in the sense of this epidemic that's happening with black women and the no sense of urgency. And black men are learning, but they're surprised. Like they just people just don't know. They don't. And we just walk through it like you know how we are, yeah. sisters. We just yeah. we talk to each Keep other. Keep it moving. You, know? you talk amongst ourselves and Keep it moving. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenney, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I was talking to my girls and I was like, yo, what? And y'all too, I was like, you know, you're supposed to do four to six weeks recovery. What does that look like? What I'm supposed to be doing? Like after a, a week, I'm supposed to like lay down? Like, I don't know how to rest. Like what? I, it's, I was looking at you. I was about to ask y'all as women who like gave birth, like they told y'all to rest afterwards or recuperate. And what? I don't see y'all doing that. Well, I'm not even going to lie to you. After childbirth, I was told to rest. I had home births, so I had midwives who made me stay in bed. But uh-huh. typically, that's not the practice. The practice is you get two days in that hospital. Some In some cities, one day. Yep. And they want you out of there. Get up, walk around, pick up the baby, handle it. Yep. So. But you're still supposed to rest when you go home, though. Girl. And it's not planet. set up like that at it all. It ain't set up like that. It's not set up like that. I, I called some villagers in, but I guess <laughs> I guess that wasn't really on the agenda when I called, you know. So I right. at, at a certain point I was so hungry that I got up, went down a flight of steps and made breakfast for everybody. Because I'm like, I'm supposed to eat. I know that. I can't produce milk without eating. Um, but I think everybody else was probably on some some kind of vacation or something. That part. Yeah. Yeah, the typical experience is the opposite. And and when you're talking about rest after a major surgery, that kind of inconsistency it doesn't change just because you have major surgery, because you have a baby, because you that same lack of kind of support and systems and resources and things of that nature for black women, for women in general, but particularly for black women, it rears its ugly head at these moments when we're down. I'm always saying this and, you know, we could talk about this another time, but it's like, who comes for the black woman when she down bad? You know what I'm saying? Who come for her for real when she down bad? I wish my mom could have come, but she was taking care of my grandmother. And she was in her last days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had to pick and choose. But even in that sense, you know, my, my mom is here taking care of me. I'm so blessed and grateful that she could come from D.C. to California. But shoot, my mom don't know how to rest. So she knows how to take care of me. Yeah, she's doing a fantastic <sighs> job. But it's, mm, it's, it's interesting. And, you know, I was telling Amber, you know, while the doctors tell you, you know, my doctor said I'm doing really good. I'm so I was so happy when he called and checked on me because I, you know, you, you got to poop to get the out the hospital. You got to poop. You got to pass that gas. I passed that gas. You know, you got to have your number two. And it's interesting. I will say this: while yeah. I was in the hospital, I, you know, my mom is a great advocate, and so I watch her a lot. So I try to be a good advocate for myself. And on my first night, after my first night, I hadn't pooted yet, and they were still trying to let me out the. They were trying to, they were like, well, if you want to go home, you can go home. They had already gave me one bag of blood. By the next day, I needed two bags of blood. So if I would have gone home, I would have never got those two bags of blood that I needed. What? And I would have been home. And it made me, it made me think of some, some country star's wife just died last mm-hmm. week because she went home too soon after cosmetic surgery. But it just, all the, all the things that you're mm-hmm. not prepared for in that way. And then coming home and all, like I said, although I was doing well, Shit, for a day, I was busting out in tears. I didn't know that this thing, I didn't know it affected me like this. Like, So I was happy to talk to, to Amber, our producer, because she kind of put it in a different way. I hadn't thought about this holistically. You know what I mean? Um, in the sense of, what, Amber, would you say having a, removing a whole basket of fruit out of my uterus? A whole basket of fruit from your uterus. Yeah. And yeah, and just to, to comment, you guys say you know so many other Black women who've had fibroids. The statistic is 80% of Black women have fibroids. Some some form, whether they know wow. it or not. Whether 80%. they know it or not. Yeah. Whether they're smaller wow. ones or bigger ones. So why should anybody care? Whether they know it or not. And that's the mm. part that makes me mad. Because I'm like, why? Is this, that's going near like a, a, that's an epidemic. That is an Look epidemic. Yeah, it is an epidemic. And when you think about like the way that I learned about fibroids and herbalism is that there are bodies way of like trapping energy. Their trauma is trapped. 
And they may not all be from you or from your experience. They can be from your line generationally, right? But yeah, there's so much energy that's trapped in our wombs um, that we've carried generation to generation, especially as Black women. When you think about what our great-great-grandmothers went through, uh, what what women went Mm -mm. through during slavery, Mm -mm. um, you know, and we've just had this huge disconnect from our wombs. And like when, Leah, when you said you didn't even, your doctor told me, you told you you could touch it, you could feel it, and you didn't want to touch it. That says so much to me, like you wouldn't even touch it. Like, no, I'm not touching that. No, this is my, and it's my first surgery. Yeah, yeah. And those are, but these are things that you're holding in your wombs and you're literally disconnecting yourself from it. Like you didn't want to touch it for 10 years. Yeah. And I took, today was the day I took the surgical tape off and that was like a whole moment in itself. Uh, And and scared to get the C-section shelf when you ain't even had the baby yet. Oh God. There's things we can do for that. We can talk about that because I have had a C-section uh, as well. But um, but even just back to that clearing of your womb and, you, and the emotions that you're talking about feeling, think about that. You had 28 fibroids removed from you. That's an immense clearing, an immense clearing, physically and spiritually. Like imagine how your body feels just had to, got to let that go. I'm excited to get to that point because... Right now I'm in the middle where you're just swollen. So I'm excited to get to feel the light, light part. Lightness, yeah. Whenever it happens. Yeah. So, yeah. so can we yeah. talk quickly about that four to six weeks of recovery? And and like, yeah. and how you're saying, like, I don't, I don't know how to recover. I think that's also a systemic yes, issue please. with black women that we've mm-hmm. carried because we weren't allowed to recover, right? And, and like how you said, like, this just happened. You're still swollen. Your womb is still swollen. So there's four to six weeks of nourishment mm-hmm. you need to give yourself. And that it may not necessarily mean sitting down all day or, or, or resting all day, which you should do a lot more of that. Right. But that's like, what are you nourishing your body with? How are you helping your womb recover? Are you replenishing that with good foods? Are you taking herbs mm. that, that are helping in your healing? Are you listening mm. to your womb? Because she had been talking for Come 10 on. years and you wouldn't touch her. So now that she's clear, how are you communicating with her? How are you connecting with her every day in these Ooh, 46 baby. weeks of recovery? And that's, and that's tough work. I'm not, I'm not saying that in a light way either, because I know that that is tough, yes. deep work. Because I did it after a C-section, a really traumatic one where I almost died. And I, like having to sit with my womb and having to sit with that trauma afterwards, is that's deep work. But that's part of your freedom as well. That's how we really get free. That's how mm-hmm. we don't get no more fibroids. That's how we really mm-hmm. let our womb shine and connect to that. Our, our womb is our seat of power mm-hmm. as a woman. Well, I got some moringa. Um. <laughs> Girl, I'm about to run around here. When I tell you I'm about to run and shout throughout this room right now. Everything in my body almost made me run, girl. I had you are released. You Get on that red raspberry leaf. Get on that nettles. You talk about all the blood that you lost. Just figure out the things you need to do to re-nourish your body for what it went through, what it's carried you through. And like, Mm. yes, Asia, like we should all be running around screaming when a sister gets her freedom. Like, that's how we should feel. That's how we should feel. Because you're making space for more of us to be free. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm going to circle back to something that you said about the disconnect and not wanting to touch it. And this kind of disconnect Mm. from our bodies as black women, this kind of disconnect from the body. I I, I just want to sit with that for a second, because I think there's something that tells us that our bodies are this thing that's outside of us. When this was a thing that we used to be like everything dictated it's like the, you're going to dictate the weather on knowing that body. You're going to decide a, a, a number of things based on what that body is doing and telling you, whether you're going to walk in that room, whether you're going to take that bus, whether you're going to do whatever. It's like your body is this thing that you're supposed to be so in tune with. But I know we've learned to kind of put our bodies to just step outside of our bodies and not really be connected to it. Even from a sexual standpoint, the amount of women that don't even know anything about their vagina or their uterus or the different parts of their body. We've talked on the show about pleasure and about our disconnect from how our body, how to pleasure ourselves or have our partners pleasure us. You know, all of the different things, there's so many levels to this disconnect 
this way that we are allowing things to grow there and not pulling the weeds and not paying it and tending to ourselves. And it's like it, it goes it, it goes so much further. And now we're dealing with this epidemic that's going on with black women and we can no longer ignore it. But part of me feels this, that there's something about this generation of women that is doing some work that is different from prior generations. And so perhaps they are pushing these things out and and pushing them into a corner and they're becoming these masses to a sense where like, you know, you know how something gets really bad because you're about to expel that joker? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like it's condensing itself so that it can be expelled, you know, whereas that trauma used to be spread throughout that I feel like we as a generation are doing some different work because we're speaking in ways our moms didn't or had the room to. It's so crazy to me. I mean, I guess it's not crazy. It is a patriarchal society that they spend so much time on erectile dysfunction and so much money on erectile dysfunction. I was in Miami not too long ago and we took the tour where you ride around on on the boat and you get to see all the rich people's houses and stuff. And the guy who created Viagra, when I tell you the house was, it was so massive. Uh, they told us that the the guy and his wife live in this house alone. And it, you know, I've seen houses with wings before, but it had it had more wings than the bird need to fly. Damn. You feel me? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a lot. I mean, as he deserved, he, he fulfilled the need. Uh, that wasn't out there. I right? understand, yeah. but we're talking about the continuance of humanity. That part, mm-hmm. All right. still, this this major important Jill, right. portion of a woman's body, fertility. Uh, yes. And that is And the crazy thing about Viagra and don't give me the line but I want to say I did read this or see a video about it that Viagra itself was found by accident when they were trying to find they were try they were testing mm-hmm. out like some sort of cancer they treatment They was like jackpot and they found it by accident and instead of continuing the cancer research hello to save people's lives they shifted <laughs> and started making the erection saving medicine like, it's insane. Come on and, and accidentally find a cure for fibroids. You know, come on. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, in a, in a world where we're, you know, we're, we're ridding ourselves of Roe versus Wade because, you know, we should be having more babies. It's fan, It's just, you know, fascinating that we have this epidemic where it's killing Black women's fertility. It's like, whose babies are we trying, worried about? Whose fertility are we really worried about? I think about? it's really it interesting ours. that, mm. Laia, your mother... And my mother had the same story that in youth, yeah, they told my mother that she'd never have children and that she should get a hysterectomy. That's right. I remember that. And they told your mother to have a hysterectomy before you were born, just like before I was born. Oh, yeah. I feel like, I feel Mm -hmm. that this is damn near war. So absolutely, it can get you real absolutely angry if you really yes. think about it. Up and down, you really think about what's going on right now. As again, man, Roe versus Wade, it can get you fucking. I'm just saying, it could, it could fuck you up. It the hypocrisy up. of it is insane. Yeah, I did an interview one time for a Parents Magazine about and someone called me and said they wanted to talk about black women and infertility. And I said, I don't know if y'all want to call me. I'm probably not the right person to talk to you, talk to about this. And what was interesting was she said, no, I do want to talk to you about it. And we talked about like culture and, and the way that we're all socialized to believe what black women can and cannot do with their bodies. And you said that this is killing black women's um, fertility. And yet there is still an assumption throughout our society as it, that puts black women as the as the forever fertile. She's the woman that's having all the babies. And it's like and that is and, and it leaves a conversation away from a section of our I mean, a, a large portion of, of, of black women that are not being addressed because they're being completely erased. They're not even a part of the conversation. It's like they're they're acting like like this is not a thing that is happening so close to the norm that this is some sort of fringe experience. And it's like it is amazing to me that mm-hmm. that is still the culture of this country and uh, and even within the black community. 
We're just not talking about it. And then when celebrities talk about it, there's also this thing, oh, well, that person is just, they're successful. And so that's this thing that happens to black women who are this or that. But not the, not the average black women. You're talking about 80%? 80%? 80 80%. We'll be back after the break. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made, and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you've noticed that your wife or your girlfriend or your sister or your aunt or your mother or your friend is having a really heavy menstrual flow and like excessively heavy, um, if you if you're and, and painful, if you're noticing these things, if you're noticing that this is a youthful person, but they're having a hard time holding their water, you know, you have to please suggest them to see a gynecologist somewhere. The, tr- the challenging portion is that um, initially when I moved to Tennessee, I'm just going to speak on my own experience. I'm searching around trying to find a gynecologist because that's what adult women do. 
you know, we make sure to maintain our, our coochie. And <laughs> I, I could not find, um, an, I could not get an appointment. Yeah. Oh, a first time? You want a first time appointment, honey? Six months. I could not get an appointment You're a first anywhere. time. Yeah, you got to get in the system first. You got to get in. Yeah, that's six, fuck, yeah. six months yeah. from now. Yeah. 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 Six months. Months. Yeah. yeah. Months. Like, that's insane. It's interesting. I was thinking when Asia was talking about the celebrity aspect, because, you know, usually you can uh, match an issue with a celebrity. This is not one of those issues. I was thinking the only time I've heard this being spoken about on television, and I know y'all are like, Laia, here you go Mm-mm, again. You're talking about Cynthia Bailey. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. You? Yes. 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 Yeah. And she talked so about fun. this on Housewives? Uh-huh. Yes, because she had five rights in the way that, the way that, I remember Peter said some shit that really fucked me up because he just made a, a comment about how it was hard to have sex with her sometimes. Oh. And I was like, the fuck? And she went into her fibroid situation. And I, so, wow. because sex is an issue sometimes with fibroids here. And it was noticeable because she was a model. Yeah. And, and her you know, stomach was getting. Right, right. So it's like clearly something is wrong, but yeah. you know, yeah. I like yeah, I never looked at you once and thought, oh, you look four months pregnant. You never looked four months pregnant to me, ever. Mm-hmm. Me neither. But I was like, all right, it can look like this. Mm-hmm. Well, you never. Well, what I was saying is that this is more this is more uh, recent, but the brat was talking about this here recently because she's newly married and she was talking about having a baby and there was some mention of fibroids. Yes. That fibroids being an issue for her. And I, and, and it was circulating quite a bit on the internet. I mean, on social media, but they were talking about that. And I said, wow, that's probably one of the few times that I've seen a celebrity also talk mm-hmm. about fibroids. And it's, you know, f- fitting at this time period, because honestly, we there is a little bit more conversation going on about it than I remember having in the past, but still not even close to enough. And then also too, like the study, like studying black women. Mm. I remember someone sent me an article years ago about how black women are just not studied. Like we just... There's not enough research about our bodies. So most times, even treatments and medicines and things like that are not really catered towards any kind of study that happened, uh, that that any extensive study that's happened around our right. bodies and our lived experience. Just recently, um, they started to paint the, the examples brown. All the oh, examples right, right, right. of the yeah. uterus and the baby in utero and and mm-hmm. and all the they were never they were never brown people never brown babies never brown bodies never and I would it's interesting I, I would like Amber to talk about this because one of my random girlfriends hit me up the other day again we were like what you doing recovering she was like oh I had it too and then she sends me an article about well my girlfriend had she had another girlfriend who had like I don't know fifty but she got rid of them naturally now I said to her. I'm not going to read this article right now because I just had a myomectomy and I don't okay. need, I don't okay, need no kind of that. regrets. <laughs> don't worry. It will spell it for you in your phone. But it's, I do know that sugar and diet and things of that nature. But my thing is, it sounds like if you really want to get rid of fibroids naturally, you just don't, you don't eat nothing that you want to eat and you live a life of strict discipline. But yeah, uh, Amber, can you speak on this whole natural way of getting rid of these fibroids? So I want you all to know, too, my approach as an herbalist, I believe there's a, a like a, a symbiotic relationship between Eastern and Western medicine. I don't believe you, know, you have to be all natural. You have to be all this. I think that they can really work together. And I wish more people had that attitude towards it. Like they can work together. You can have a myomectomy because maybe that's what you needed. You know, like I feel like if someone has the level of fibroids that you have, ha- trying to clear that naturally would Take a decade. You know what I'm saying? So I believe like, you know, like I don't think that you made the wrong choice at all or you should have any regrets about your journey. It's all about how you move from here, because now that you've had this clearing, how are you now going to nourish your body? And I don't think it's I don't think it's about there's no way to there's no way to be perfect or live toxin free anyways. So like that's not the answer. Have the things that you want in moderation, you know, take your herbs, take care of your body, be connected with your body. I personally think that's the biggest piece. Like, are you connected and are you listening when something is off so that you can adjust? 
you know, are you are you in touch with your body? Are you taking that four to six weeks to listen to her, learn her, talk to her? So I'm not bad. I'm not bad for getting no. cut and not just cutting sugar no. and doing what I needed to do. Oh, mother. I, no. Because, I mean, I, I do feel like if that is a way to do it, at some point, maybe I should. I don't It's just, man, that's a lot Listen, of Listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I used to tell people about. Well, about childbirth. Remember, oh, I want to have natural childbirth. Or, or should I have? I feel bad because I got drugs or this, that, and the other. And I'm like, listen, when that baby comes, nobody's going to give you a medal, honey. You're not going to get a star. You're not going to get an award. You're not going to get a certificate for none of that. That's why you have to make a decision that works for you. If you had done it naturally, guess what? Guess who would have showed up at your doorstep with with a trophy? Nobody. Mm. Okay. You have to wake up in the morning and be okay with your decision and how you listen to your body and your experience. And I'm tired as we get shamed for enough shit. Come on. Can we just start marking something off of this list of things that we have to fucking be in order for everyone to be comfortable? Girl, please. I, I had to get over the guilt of having a white male doctor for a second. I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. Child. Uh, if mm. listen, listen. But he was so good. He was a great, a great surgeon. And he, you know, but uh-uh. yeah. So, yeah, you're right, Asia. I'm, we working. I'm speaking for all this uh, folks listening. We working through it. We, you're right. No medals are being given here. I'm glad you brought it up, though, because, yeah. again, these are the things that go on in our minds and we don't discuss them. We don't say them publicly and we just sit with that. Yeah. And it's more sitting and it's more thinking and it's more mulling and it's more things that are backing themselves up in our emotions and our thoughts and our bodies. And it's yeah. just we can't do this anymore to ourselves. I saw something was it might have been yesterday where a young woman was talking about, I think it was like American horror stories. I happen to oh, love those. I've been watching too. I love those too, Jill. That's my shit. I Gabby Sidibay is back. Them. Yeah, I'm glad yes, to see it yes, too. Yes, yes, um, yes. And the young woman on the show said that fear wasn't our biggest enemy. It's shame. Ooh. Yeah. And I like it. That thing hit different, didn't it? It hit different. So, like, have the, the the shame of of having or choosing to as a somebody that you know may be holistic having surgery. Listen, <laughs> you know that's that's about going into your inner self and listening to yourself for real. It's it's about making a decision for real in in the quietest place for was what benefits you the most. And um, that's it, hun. That's that's really the gist of it. You know, I like I'd like what Amber said about having a doctor that is both um, or choosing, you know, a doctor that is both holistic and, you know, certified board uh, MD. I only know of one. Um, I'm sure there's others. Um, I definitely invite all doctors that are that are MDs to get into some holistic medicine as well and make that a part of your practice. You have to do it, you know, quietly. But nonetheless, you know, we're talking about Dr. Frederick Burton. Oh. Yes, on uh, City Line Avenue uh, okay. in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, I think I've heard of him. Okay. All right. All right. It's it's a lot of blood tests, I'll say. And the tests are not for... When, when someone takes your blood, typically they're testing for what they're looking for only. Mm. With a holistic yeah. doctor, they're testing for everything. Everything, any any insufficiency, any abnormality, yeah. um, they're looking for that. You know, um, yeah. any kind there's of some old... instruction you can get to your doctor too about that too. I forget, but there's a way to get the labs and really have him go through everything. I can't remember the terminology though. But yeah, you're right, Jill. Yeah, I mean more than more than anything, um, it's the, the kind of general uptick in self awareness mm-hmm. and that kind of general uptick in just saying I want more out of my interactions with my caregivers and stretching your village you know expanding your village and things like that and I know I I know that it's just like okay it's just more goddamn black girl homework but (laughs) I I know it's hard out here for 
and harder yeah. for a woman. You're trying to get that money for the yeah. <laughs> trying hard. to get that money for the rent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it feels good too. I wouldn't want to be nothing else. No, no. And like I said, but I could tell that it can get a little heavy having the list of things that you have to do to counteract the systems that are working against you. So it's like, oh, well, now I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to go to go therapy. I got to work out. I got to take my herbs. I got to have this. I got to have that. And, blah, blah, blah. And, by, and it's 24 hours in a goddamn day and you still got to earn a coin. Yeah. So I get I get it that it's a lot, but it's, it's, it's a necessary thing to get closer to a place of peace. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's the, the labor of, of finding peace, right? It's no. still lighter than what your mama and your grandmama went through. And, and I, even though it feels heavier sometimes, <laughs> it only feels heavier because you have more resources and words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those resources and words are heavy, but you have them and they didn't. So Knowledge is I'm, power and a burden. Mm-hmm. Girl, speak it. I'll run. Y'all want me to run. Y'all <laughs> oh, want me to run. Did we say something? Did I say something? <laughs> <laughs> we all want me to run, but I love you. I'm about to hold of you. Hold on to this table. Hold of you. Mm. <laughs> We're just trying to help. Just trying to help. <laughs> Woo. More real talk after the break. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic 
the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We need to be healthy. We have, we have this amazing gift of life. There's so much to do with it. There's so much to see. There's so much to taste. There's so many people to encounter, people to love, yeah. people to learn from, experiences. Like, well, there's so much to do. So, you know, we want you. And it, it, it takes a lot to manage all this dopeness. Yes, it does. You know what I'm saying? Shit. We, we want you to, to pay attention to your body. Really, yeah. really pay attention to it. I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. So just mm-hmm. don't, Me please too. don't listen to this like, oh, you know, she's doing everything she can. I fail and fuck up. Okay. <laughs> just be <real> clear <laughs> about that. I'm, I'm trying to I got do some better. probiotics still yeah. in the refrigerator right now. What did you say? Yeah, put it into the smoothie or something. Put the kefir, the kefir, kefir. Whatever the kefir. that stuff that tastes like vinegar, I can't do that. With the balls at the bottom. What the balls at the what the is she talking the about apple cider? Are you talking about Bragg's no. apple cider vinegar? Is it chia? Chia seeds? I can't do that. Listen, you could do all of it's it if you if you out. got if your smoothie game is right, son, and you know how to layer that joint up. If you put the chia in there when you put the the first layer of juice, that shit will disappear and you never know it's in there. Come on, man. Talk I to your sisters. You. I will. I, come on. <sighs> I, I got don't a like chia smoothies. and a black mix. Okay, I said it. Bitch. I don't like smoothies. Bitch, no. I don't, I don't like, like smoothies. Bitch, no. I don't How eat. Do you... I don't like salmon. Don't... I'm not eating that. Oh, wait. I can't oh, do God, it. It's, too it's much. pink. I can't sweat. put nothing pink in Jill, my mouth. I can't stop. do it. Please. Not you a pink cupcake. Jill. Not a oh pink God. nothing. I can't Jill. do it. But I bet. But I bet a bitch eat a salmon cake. But I bet a bitch eat a salmon cake. I eat my my mother's. That's the only salmon cake I eat. I'll eat my mother's. But she I just, said, so I how you get your omegas? Is, do you have the oils? You, would you, you take the oils, omega-3s? I have no omega choice. Threes? I have no okay. choice. Okay. Oh, you making me sweat. I need you to drink the oils, and I need you to... I mean, I like smoothies, but they're not a part of my daily life. I don't, I mean, I don't like them. Y'all don't, y'all don't got a Vitamix? Like a Vitamix? They be pushing those at the Costco hard. I got a blender. The Vitamix? You got blender. a Vitamix? I'd rather juice. And that's I okay. have a juicer. Well, that's fine. And that's, that's a lot. Either way. That's a lot of work, too. But that is, but that I, is that juicer work. cleaning it's that damn juice. It's a lot of work. Don't y'all know? Can oh. we just? Can we just? Okay, so part of our reparations. Can I just get a white lady to come over here and make this stuff for me, please? It's, uh, Jamba Juice. You got a smoothie place or something? I don't know. I mean, my own personal white lady. Who say white ladies make the best smoothies? Oh my god, y'all! I didn't say they make the the best smoothies. See, now you said something I ain't say. I just want to use her labor. I don't want. I'm not using oh, her skill set. Okay, I see. But you're trying to re- reverse I it. Just, switch I it don't want to. I don't feel like making the smoothie and cleaning the juicer. I cannot, and I ain't about to ask no black woman. I cannot. To do it. Be, y'all just stopped the world with this announcement. I cannot believe that Aja and Jill, y'all both don't fuck with the smoothies. Y'all are like, I don't like. I, I, I did say I didn't f with she, the smoothies. She said she likes said, them. I, I okay. like them. They're wanna, not part of my daily life okay. is what I had said. Oh, we got to do something. We got to do something. How you going to get the... Because you know you ain't going to just take the sea moss in your mouth. You know you got to put... Sometimes you got to put shit in the smoothie that you don't want to no, put in your I mouth. No, I will take a spoonful of sea moss. See, that's where oh, we differ. Okay. No, that's where we differ. Okay. I will take a spoonful of sea moss quick... Easy. I like that. I'll soak mine and blend it and I take a, a see, I I like to be done with my stuff. Oh. Yeah. I just like, look, I'll hold my nose and take it and call you it a, a shot. Day. You take and a shot it, of apple cider. Yeah, yes, I I, that doesn't bother me. Okay, that's And also, right. too, like I said, they also make the flavored sea moss mm-hmm. now. You yes. gotta buy it from a good company. Yes. Yes. You don't want it to be all sugary. Yes, yes, right. yes. Right. But now they have those, you put them in the freezer, then you take them out. Just scoop, put your little spoon in there and scoop it out. You're right. You're right. We we definitely want to celebrate what a good company for CMOS is. I I do the CMOS gel and and I love it because every time, it could be my imagination, but every time I take it, I swear in my body, I feel like... (laughs) Every time. Now, what kind of CMOS gel are you like on just a regular... What's your thing? It's like a CMOS gel. I don't even know. I think CMOS I got it gel. from like GNC or something. I feel like the CMOS thing is is definitely like one of the gifts of the pandemic because definitely. Like, uh, CMOS became like a household yes, name yes. in 2020. Yeah. I was like, y'all, the, I said, <laughs> I was like, ain't nobody been talking about this shit too. <laughs> 
But I was loving it. Black folks were sea mossing it up. And listen, they just for the record, it's, it's not Irish. It's, Af- it's African. Because <laughs> it's not the Irish sea moss, right? Maybe it's the African, right? Just, just because sometimes <laughs> they be African? Like, I don't know. Don't I it don't... come out the ocean? I- Irish is not where it's where it's from. You can get Irish sea moss in Jamaica. Just I'm going to just say oh. that. It's just what it's called, what the plant's called. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody out there. The Amber was like, "Y'all on here being dumb. Let me get in here. Help. Get us together. Let me, let Don't me, make me laugh. Get us together. Let me gather these hoes because they on here being dumb. Let's stop it. Thank you. Let's stop it. Thank you, Thank Amber. You, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amber. <laughs> so buffalo, you're still real black. If you take that Irish sea, I'm moss. like so buffalo wings. That's real not buffalo, black. then, right? I'm just joking. Cut the shame. Cut the shame. Just cut the shame. <laughs> We've already discussed this. Yes, we, this is a safe place, goddammit. Try your best. That yes. is that is the gist of it all. Yes, it is. To Lord. really try your best. And and like we've been saying over and over and over again, I'm gonna say it again, pay attention to your body. Yeah. Just pay attention. I don't listen. Look, look, what? listen. You smell what's going on with you before anybody Ooh. else. Yeah. Mm. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Okay. It's good. Before anybody else, there's literally no reason for somebody else to tell you about you. But in the words of the great Jennifer Lewis, come on. If you sit in shit long enough, Uh. it stops stinking. Oh, yeah, that's true. I I can't say that about like, um, like cats. People who have cats, so the cats pee all yeah. over the place. Yeah. They're going nose blind. Yeah. That I, I nose definitely blind. have Love walked into the place, been like, oh no. <laughs> you blind. don't smell that. But that's the thing. That is the, I'm telling you, that's the thing. So listen to your body so you don't go numb to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. You know, we, you don't, you don't go deaf to your body. We be dropping knowledge. <laughs> like, this, 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 I ain't even say that. I was just building off of Miss Lewis. I'm congratulations, an old, an older oh, niece, yeah. information. Okay, and we like us. Congratulations to her, who she just got her star on the yes. walks of fame. Isn't that Jennifer. beautiful? Yes, isn't that I beautiful? If she got five. Complete broids. with a high kick. Yeah, come on. If she got five boys. I got to see things. That, I wonder. Every, now, every time I, I see know. a, a I black woman. Oh no, I'm not. It's not even putting nothing on her. I'm saying when I think about black single black women. Well, never mind. Y'all know what I'm about to say that's going to be politically incorrect. Yeah. You're like, I wonder if that has anything to do with yeah, it. That's yeah, that's what I thought about. I got you. Kamala, that's I, I got I one. Like, you I got just found out I have one. When did you find yep. out? Mm, a couple weeks ago when I went to see my lady. Well, that's the uh, thing. She told me they, I have a, a sm- one small fibroid in there. And she was like, it's nothing to worry mm. about right now. And I was like, okay, you said right now. Does that well, mean it's going to be something to worry about later? No, you know, you know why, Jill? Because they tell us that as you approach menopause, they shrink. So it's like, but there is this small gap if you're still a fertile myrtle that if they rid of it, you know, you, well, no, either way, you probably fertile. But yeah, at, at menopause, mm. they start to shrink because they, they do come back. Some people will get, I've known plenty of women who've gotten fibroids removed at an earlier age. They come back and have to get them removed again. But that really is what Amber was talking about. Like, has your conversation with yourself changed? Has what you feeding yourself changed? Feeding your mental and your physical. Yeah. Like, what are the conversations you're having with your body? What are the conversations you're having with yourself? I mean, just all of these things, that rest and recuperation and reprogramming and resetting and 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 really figuring out what am I going to do with this freedom? What am I going to do with mm. this lightness, this weight that I've allowed mm. to go away? What do I do to not welcome it back? Mm. I mean, that's part of it, too. And if we haven't been thinking about, first of all, we ain't been talking about this. So we most certainly probably as it has as a community been talking Mm -mm. about the aftermath of it all. So, you know, there's the treatments, there's the there's the medical treatments. But then there's what is the life? What is the life you want to live afterwards? Because like she said, this could be generational. You you don't want to give these habits and these ways of thinking to the next generation of girls and women. I need like a guide on tape or something. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me. I love I need that. I need. For the next few weeks, something. Some affirmation. Like, is there an app for fibro? I need an app for this. That's what I'm saying. Ooh, baby. I need. Put it out there in the atmosphere. Hey, ladies out there that had all the tech girls, like, 
Come up with an ad. Yeah. Rest and Recovery. Rest and recovery. Ooh. 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 I can't do it too hard. Ooh. I want to do it as hard as you, but I can't. I'm going to hurt myself. But I want to do it that hard too. Yeah, ooh. I know. Ooh. Ooh. She said, so do it so. Ooh. 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 That's good, Asia. <laughs> what is happening? That is so good, babe. One of our babies, one of our nieces, nieces and nephews. Come on, nieces and nephews, y'all. Come on, nieces. Come on, I know y'all listening. (laughs) Nieces and nephews. nephews. Let's go. Exactly. Rick Cooper, what's it called? What's it called again, Asia? Tell them again. What's it called? Rest and Recovery Act. Okay, oh. your auntie's going to need about 10% of that uh, deal that you made. Just 10, well, maybe five. We'll talk about it. Maybe. Give me more than that. Listen, listen what are you? we a capitalist society, are, I and I need to... my reparations. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. No, listen, okay. only, just only do problem is that, you know, an idea is not something that can be copyrighted. I know. Just I do know. the work, just, baby. We don't care. Just, just do the work. Mama has a day job. Look, auntie has a day job. Okay. Yeah, we got mm-hmm. just do dozen ideas. So you can take that one for free. I got another one. It'll come right down. It's fine. There you go. I got another one. Just, in the just give us the hookup so that we know how to do it. Yeah. That we know how to mm-hmm. rest and recover Explain properly. <laughs> yeah. I'll take all the music. I'll, I'll take the chimes. I'll, I'll take yes. the herbs. I'll, I'll take it. Let's go. Oh, Jill, bass. you give, what, what, ooh, what y'all you give got? Y'all give her all the tips for the app. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, give us what you got. Give it to us. I love this. Yeah. Listen, this is mutual aid. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. heard that in a long time. We're working together to figure it out. We are, y'all. Because it's dire. Mm-hmm. It's it's gotten it's 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 real serious. Mm-hmm. It is. It is your mom. And it is your aunts and your your sisters and your girlfriends and and you and your daughters and you and me yeah and me and my babies yeah yeah, yeah. this shit ain't sweet <sighs> yet another thing to unpack uh, um uh put in the laundry <laughs> put in the dryer or hang it outside either way Ooh. it must be done. We thank you so, 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 so much for listening to J.L. the podcast. We look forward to sharing information with you. And we look forward to, to learning more about ourselves as we grow. You are loved. You are abundant. And God damn it, you are worthy. Thank you so much. Yes. Period. Yeah. Thank you so much. Listeners, it's Amber, the producer here. Just another reminder that everyone's body is unique and what may work for one woman may not work for another. So if you're suffering from fibroids, work with your medical team to determine the best course of action for yourself. Laia mentioned Vice President Kamala Harris's task voice for fibroids. The VP did introduce the Uterine Fibroid Research and Education Act into Congress in 2020. For more information on the act, I'll drop a link in the show notes. Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.